from the YBA Phoenix Fitness 24-7 Basketball Facility in Rockland, California. It's About That Life Podcast with your host, Coach C. Collins and Coach MJ. Start. Three, two, one. Let's go. Hey, I'm Coach C. Collins. Coach MJ, GGT. And welcome to About That Life Podcast where we talk a little basketball, some AAU life and everything in between. Once again... Thank you for those who have been supporting. Really appreciate it. Um, it it's been a, a really cool help. Uh, we've had some great guests. Um, if you're here and you're watching on YouTube, you know, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Uh, it only takes a second for you. It's free, and it obviously helps the show. Help us out with that algorithm a little bit. If you're listening on the audio side, leave a review, hit a follow. It's always appreciated. Um, we we know we're growing. I watch it growing uh, every week, every month. Uh, our guests are a huge part of that as well. We have great guests with great followings, and and you 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 have become our supporters as well. So I know me and Mark really appreciate it. Um, we're just trying to keep growing this thing little by yes, little, sir. right, Mark? Yes, sir. Yep. Um, let me uh, big give a shout out to our sponsors real quick, West Coast Legends. Uh, go ahead and, and give them a call, Marcus or Danae. Uh, they help with sublimation, jerseys, um, apparel, like anything you need as far as marketing yourself and merchandising. They can go ahead and hook that up for you. Uh, Dr. Dish, definitely uh, appreciate them. Uh, best shooting machine on the market. They have the home version, the Rebel, the All-Star. Go ahead, give them a call. Tell them about that life sent you. They'll hook you up. And then, of course, Hardwood Palace and Courtside. Uh, basketball, they, uh, they if you're looking for tournaments, you're looking for good AAU events, they're definitely the people to hit up. Uh, hit up Steve at Harwood or um, Jacob at Courtside. All the links for these guys will be in the description. So please feel free to check them out. So we're on episode 32, Mark. Yes, sir. Uh, we keep pushing in. We keep uh, trying to get good content to you. The good part is we get, we got a great influx of guests. Mm-hmm. People keep wanting to be here. They keep uh, uh, wanting to tell their stories, and that's what I – love about what I'm doing here and what we have built here is uh, we just love hearing people's stories and their journeys. And, you know, if, if it helps anybody out there, helps a kid, helps a parent, uh, helps a coach or an AU program, um, a trainer, anybody like uh, we're, we're, we're glad to lend our voice to the basketball community. So moving along, let's talk about our guests. Um, I've, I've known this brother quite a while. Uh, he is definitely um, someone I respect madly. He's, He's, he's worked from the ground up, and I can respect that because I know exactly what that's like. I know Mark knows what that's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're talking to uh, – you have three trainers in this room who, uh, under, who understand the game, play the game, but also um, know what it's like, you know, really investing in yourself and creating something out of nothing. Uh, basically, uh, you know, uh, we're going to talk all about it, networking, um, you know, obviously building bridges, trying to work with others, uh, the communities you're in, the d- demographics of people you're around, location. We're going to try to get all that into this episode so they completely understand, like, if you, because again, uh, and when we'll get into it more and more, but I'm sure for you, Mark, just like myself, and I'm sure you, Blair, like, uh, I, I get questioned a lot, like, how did you make this happen? How did you create this? And I figured this would be a great episode to kind of, yeah. Elaborate and break, break all that down. So, without further ado, let me introduce and well, I'm gonna make sure I, Blair Orr, right? Yeah, there yeah, you go, yeah. Blair Orr. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Appreciate you being here, brother. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, before we elaborate into uh, 
what you do with your gym and, and oh sorry his his everything for him will be in the description as well like usual his social media links his company links website um well why don't you go ahead and tell us the name of your your program yeah so i uh my name is blair i own lead athletic performance nice and uh where is that located here here in roseville all right cool so um before we get into that let's talk about you and your basketball journey um you know Tell us where you played AAU, where you played high school, uh, yeah, college, yeah. all that good stuff. You, you don't have to go through every single detail. You can give no, us the cliff no, notes, no. but that, go yeah, ahead. That, that'd take a few hours. <laughs> no, I, I, I did I did what a, what a lot of people are doing now. Uh, I, I don't think that switching teams, it, it, it's been around for so long. Yeah. Like I, I did that. Right. I, was, I was with uh, Ryan Silver. Oh, okay. You know, as a kid, yeah, I was, I was yeah. with the Pump Brothers. Yep. Um, you know, and there was a lot of moving around. And so now I have some athletes who are in high school. I'm like... It, I try to encourage them just to stay with one program. Right, right. You know, but I look back and, like, I transferred high schools. I transferred college. Okay. Um, and so, but, like, those are some of the experiences um, that I'm able to turn around and, and kind of show, like, hey, it, it might not always be greener on the other side. Right. Which um, which uh, high schools did you go to? So I went to uh, Santa Clara in okay. Oxnard, California, so Southern okay. California, and then I went to El Camino in, in Woodland Hills, so okay. more in L.A. Okay. Um, and I made that transition because I wanted to be in that L.A. basketball scene. Right, right. Um, and then straight from L.A., I went to Canada, played a year in Canada nice. uh, at, a, at a university. And uh, just kind of decided, I was like, you know, I, I really want to play D1. Like, everyone, everyone right, right, of course, D1, of course, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, and, and I just went for it. And so I gave up a scholarship in Canada, went to Cal State Northridge, walked in as a walk-on, and walked wow. out with a scholarship. Very cool, wow. very cool, brother. You know, so it's it's a unique journey. You're uh, a hooper. Yeah. <laughs> You're a hooper. You're a journeyman, yeah. bro. Yeah, I, 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 went, I went through it. Like, it's it's it wasn't easy yes of course not you know um and and psychologically like that that wears on you yeah you know, you're the bottom of the totem pole yeah you're, you're not that much higher than i'm sure than, you i'm sure you had the days where it was like yeah. i'm not fuck this i'm ready to hang yeah. it up you know what i mean but I had, you keep i pushing. had the red shirt when i transferred yeah and then i was walking on so i basically red shirt for another two years because i was not playing <laughs> i got that last two minutes of the game <laughs> if we're up or down 20 okay <laughs> um and then oh yeah go ahead go ahead, go ahead. no nah, and then and then from there i got an opportunity to go play in china uh played for a few months and then COVID happened and and mm. that was kind of god's sign to say mm. like all right hey we're moving on to the next thing okay very cool go ahead, Mark. um the question i wanted to ask you is um of course we don't have to go too much into detail but for especially a lot of my kids because I, I, I have a couple kids that you know have talked about walking on and with your yeah. experience because yeah at the end of the day you know there's still about who you know there's politics but then you still got to be able to hope yeah for you, what was that journey like? Because at the end of the day, we know there's a lot of kids who email coaches like, "Hey, coach, I'm going to come to university. How do I make the team?" And yeah, all this, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. for you, what was that route for you to get that scholarship? It was hard, of course, but yeah, what was that route for you to get that scholarship and play Division One basketball as a walk on? Yeah, so I mean, the the decision came, it came down to like I just made a list. Like, here's the pros and cons. Okay, right, and so. The pros was, like, I didn't want to go and keep transferring, keep transferring. Because right. if I go from one university to a JUCO yeah, back to, yeah, like, I'm yeah, only getting two yeah. years at, at exactly. whatever school I get after that. Yeah, I wanted to be somewhere and, and grow some roots, get to know, you know, uh, the fan fan base, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to have some really good experiences at that level and, and just kind of root myself somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other part of it, like, yeah, like, I wanted to play Division One, mm -hmm. but that school had 
the major I, I needed yeah. had yeah, kinesiology. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's what I wanted to go into okay. uh, versus I could have gone to a junior college. Yeah. Developed for a year, which I needed yeah, right? yeah, yeah. mentally, physically. Yeah. I needed my game to mature. Yeah. And then go to a division one, maybe on a scholarship. Yeah. You know, yeah. but those are the pros and cons that yeah. weighed, and it worked out for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Well, so. Like you said, you, you you had your, you know your your basketball journey, and then it obviously with the pandemic it yeah. shifted, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you came back, you know, you came here, you came home. Um, before we get all into all that, what I always ask this kind of as my lead question because I'm always curious at different people's takes. Um, obviously, you know AAU basketball, you've been around yeah, it, and yeah. it's obviously shifted over the years and it's grown into its a, a very powerful. Uh, athletic, you know, uh, entity. Hence, why this podcast is even created. Um, what's your What's your overall take of it? What's your good, bad, and different? You know, like what's your you You look at it as a whole. What is it you see? I'm starting to understand like why people old, older than myself are were were hating on it yeah. when I was playing AU. Okay. I look at them like it's it's just way too flashy. It's it's for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, people are focusing on the wrong things. Um, I mean, the development isn't there, but you have this. It, I don't know. I I, I think I'm indifferent because I'm not in it. Yeah, and it's yeah. Compl- all I'll say is it's a completely different monster than what it was when I was playing. Right. You know? Like you're you know you're that and that was funny because like if. When people go back to previous episodes, like if you listen to the show and you go back to previous episodes, you can see Mark's transition from being strictly in the training world to seeing the AAU world. And you can see there were some days he was like, this is cool. And some days he's like, oh, fuck this. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? And and that's what I'm, that's why it's, it's very cool and interesting to see your side of it. Cause you're like you said, you're not in it. You work with the athletes right? and obviously you build relationships with them and have advice, you know, you you train plenty of my kids, you know what I yeah. mean, that I coach. Yeah. And I'm sure those conversations come up. But you're right, you're because your focus is the athlete. It's not right. the club, the right. business. The, it's not all that uh, extra, right? Mm-hmm. So, it, so it is pretty uh, interesting to see that side yeah. of it, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, then, you know, well, let's, let's talk about your gym's journey, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so for people that don't know um, who are just listening or, you know, watching on YouTube, if you're here, um, he just created your gym. How yeah. uh, you know, like how? I mean, how many months has it? So been? we just had the grand opening last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And I know you kind of did your soft opening. Yeah, and yeah you were yeah. still training athletes and stuff. Months. Yeah, and I want you to kind of walk through that journey, but also the precursor because you were working with um, Ryan, right, at mm-hmm. touch shooting and yep. things like that, and you know, which is which is kind of led to make all this happen, yeah. you know, well, no pun intended lead, but let, let, yeah, let, yeah, let, yeah. Let, let, led to make all this happen. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'll try to, I'll try to give the readers that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll start with like, this It's definitely not my timing. Cause I got here and I started working at a training facility mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, three to five years. I want my own place. Right. And like nine months after I said that, like <laughs> I just happened, opened right? the doors. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so when I started, I started a facility in LA. And all we did was train pro athletes. And I was an intern there. Nice. And so uh, fast forward to I'm now in Roseville training. And I happen to go back home. Now, my hometown is half suburb, half farmland. Okay. When I'm home, like I'm in I'm in my chill mode. I'm relaxed. <laughs> 
my uniform is uh, some cowboy boots, some jeans, and a Carhartt <laughs> shirt. Like, that's me at home relaxed. <laughs> so my mother owns a flower shop. Oh, nice. On Thanksgiving, uh, not Thanksgiving, on, on February 14th, Valentine's Day, one of the trainers at that facility goes, hey, can you bring me out with some flowers? I go, I got you. I was supposed to be on Friday. I get there a day late, not mm. at the same time. I wasn't even supposed to be at the gym at the time that I was at, none of that. I walk in, and, and Ben Roseboro, who I didn't know at the time, yeah, was training. And they had drove all the way down from Sacramento to L.A. to train just with this trainer. Wow. And so I start talking to Barry, not knowing who Barry was at the time, his brother um, and his dad. And, uh, you know, here I am with a bouquet of flowers in my hands, <laughs> some, some cowboy boots on, some jeans yeah, yeah. and a Carhartt shirt. And I'm trying to convince him, like, you guys just drove six hours down for this like this is exactly what i do i used to work here like i take all their methodologies and like nice. this is what i root everything that i do in um shout out athletic gains like yeah. they were just like massive and like i just fell in love with everything that how they did okay uh, what they do and so that really got the the ball rolling i met barry i met ryan and we were supposed to build lead within touch shooting okay that same warehouse mm -hmm. and uh you know deals happen there are too many cooks in the kitchen i said this this just isn't right right yeah. now yeah it's not right right now uh so i removed myself from that we went out to roseville uh you know i mean i look i live in roseville so it's a yeah, lot easier it for me yeah, very, less, less very makes life easy and uh you know just found a place and said hey we're gonna we're gonna do this oh we're gonna do this because i'd rather have like i know own a business like i know the challenge that i signed up for it's not easy no it's but not if i'm gonna have failures and setbacks let me figure that out now yeah smart right i'm 25 like, yeah. let me figure that out yeah. before you know i'm trying to do it when i have kids or, you're like 30 steps ahead of me yeah, <laughs> yeah <for laughs> i'm <Yeah>. 38 <laughs> so yeah. no man that that's really cool um and obviously, like you said, you're you're gonna make you're gonna make your mistakes and and think figure things out as you go. Um, to, for anybody listening or or hearing this or understanding this, especially um, if if you have that passion to become a trainer, because you know there, there's always guys that you know, like you said, they they want that next step. Um, just understand you're you are you're making a bet on yourself. You know what I mean? You're investing in yourself and you might as well, if you're going to make a bet on anything, yeah, bet yeah, on yourself. Yeah. Right. Um, and you could fail, you know what I mean? It is a possibility. And you know, I, I listen to different motivational speakers and things like that. And they say like, Oh, don't think of failure. Don't think of what well, I, I personally don't, I don't believe in that. I think you calculate success. You acknowledge failure, but you calculate success because yeah. you're going to have yeah. small failures along the way. Mm -hmm. It's just how do you bounce back from it? You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, um, COVID yeah. was a huge failure yeah. for, I mean, you've seen this gym, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Imagine paying the bill right. every month and then boom, shut down. Yeah. It wasn't like they said, oh, you don't have to pay bills this right. month. You know what dumb. I'm saying? Like, yeah. so that that's a huge failure or hurdle, but me and Kenji and, you know, thank Fully, the Rockland community and stuff kind of gathered and galvanized and helped us get yeah. through it. And, yeah. you know, we're here we are, you know, yeah. and we're thriving again. But it was tough, you know what I mean? And so for any of you guys that uh, want to walk this path, just know, know there's going to be ups and downs and there's going to be things to learn. But the, to me, the key to success is adapting fast, mm. right? I always I always talk about the Simon Sinek is a guy I really listen to. He talks about the infinite game and the finite game. Uh, the finite players are the people that are looking to 
achieve a singular goal, right? Like, oh, I want to be better. I, I always piggy, piggyback with it. Like a lot of AAU programs want to be better than YBA. You know, oh, we want to be better than YBA. We want to be bigger than YBA. We want, okay, well, you achieve that, then what? Right. You know what I mean? Right. But YBA, our goal is to just keep going. Yeah. We don't want to be better than anybody. We just want to keep playing in the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I always try to tell people, have that infinite mindset. You know what I yeah. mean? So, yeah. you know, it, it, it's um, interesting to hear. How, how, how about this? Going through opening this gym, getting the space, you know, checking out different locations, I'm sure, and yeah. all this stuff. How, how much time do you think you spend or invest in, in making all this happen? It's it's crazy because it happened immediately. Oh, wow. Okay. Honest wow. God, like it happened. So I found the location. I got the keys. The equipment showed up. We're here. When you when you saw but, it, I mean, did you just know, like, this is the no, place? No, I didn't because okay. I, I saw it, and I was I kept talking to my, my real estate broker, yeah. like, hey, like, what what else is out there? This right. and that. But those dominoes fell immediately because of the six months before. Okay. So six months before is when I met Barry. Right. Uh, we all sat down the next weekend in Ro- here in Roseville, and I wrote the business plan. Uh, bought the website and built the website. I I designed the facility that we we're supposed to make in Rancho. Wow. You know. So by the time it got to here you know okay here's here's the facility in roseville this is where it's going to be it was polished like it was ready to go i had to make three phone calls i had to make you know uh the equipment phone call and and two others and like we were good nice but it was just it was set up because it was so many and and bless my fiance i would come home every single night and be like i'm just gonna redesign the whole place she's like (laughs) stop like you've already done this 15 (laughs) times like it's good how you got it is good no, it uh, came out great. I saw the photos and everything. It looks good. Thank it looks you. really good. But by the time that the equipment got there, mm-hmm. it was like, all right, this is where X, Y, Z, we're good. It's buttoned up. But it was just so many weeks of trial and error just through yeah. computer programs or just trying to match the pieces up. Yeah. Uh, from, from from a design standpoint. Yeah. And, I, and, Mark, I mean, I know, well, you you on your venture right now, in case people don't know, because I don't think we talked about it on the show, but you're mm-hmm. doing your clothing line, right? And your gear yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. Merchandise now. So, you know, yeah. That was a process. That, To be honest, that took, because of COVID, that took like a year. Yeah. You know? So that was, uh, but now it's here. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a process too. Just, you know, again, like kind of going back to what you were saying about the whole failure thing. Like, like I was training at a park for a year. Because of COVID, mm. everything got shut down, you know. And, right. and, of course, I'm back in the gym now, you know, because gyms are opened up and I'm training at a gym. But, man, you like, to I, was, I, I was outside. <laughs> I, I, I had yeah. a tan, yeah. you know, <laughs> hot. The fires was going on. So to yeah. kind of think about, like, going piggyback to what you were saying about that, like, you know, the whole the infinite game and the yeah. bigger picture. Like, I could have just stopped, waited till all the gyms open. But then the, all of my kids are going to be like the other kids waiting mm-hmm. to where yeah. I expect a lot of big seasons for a lot of kids because we continue to work. So, again, like you said, you know, it's just it's, it's a mindset of trying to understand just to keep going. So, yeah. Yeah. And then I think, like, uh, you know, I just it's a challenge. Right. Mm-hmm. And we all understand that in yeah. this room. But I don't know. I thought. I guess as athletes, we've just learned to embrace challenges because that's kind of like no, our I, whole I, life. Absolutely. I, I One of the things that, that bugs me is you see business owners complain about owning a business. Like, oh, it's hard <laughs> and this and that. Like, I fully understand the challenge I signed up for. Right. So I can't complain about yeah. it. 
Yeah. I'm going to go do something about it. But I can, like, I can't sit back yeah. and complain like, oh, this is hard or I can't do this. Yeah. I signed up for it. Right. I, yep. I knew what I was getting into. But to go on your point, like you've been training in a park or you like you started mm-hmm. training in a park for mm-hmm. a year. It it was humbling. It was amazingly humbling to me because I had to go and convey to these kids like who I am yeah. and my philosophies. Yeah. And that's that's still getting kind of refined. I'm still trying to learn like how to best present yeah. what I know. Yeah. But when we started, like this whole last summer, I I had a pair of adjustable dumbbells. I had some Swiss balls. I had some water tanks and uh you know some some med balls yeah. and that was it and i was training on the side of a basketball court <laughs> like on the yeah. sideline right. like i could i could touch one i could touch the sideline and the wall at the same Damn. time wow, like man. but we just had that strip yeah. yeah right and so like i was blessed to have ryan and ryan gave me that opportunity but at the same yeah. time like i look at it at i had 20 kids who were like Damn. all right cool like let's do it yeah yeah Yep. There were some people that looked at it like I'm not I'm not paying you for this. Yeah. Right. Of yeah. course. Like even though like I'm not mm-hmm. I took full consideration. I'm like, I don't even have a gym. I'm not gonna like charge you guys, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. crazy amount. But like yeah. let's let's rock. Like this is yeah. experiment. Yeah. Exactly. This this is experimentation time. Yep. Right. Get better. Yeah. So no that and, and yeah, just illustrating with this point for the people listening and uh, and understanding and the cause this is the perspective I really think people don't get is when you don't have a name, right? Cause yeah. like, so I'm, I'm cool with Larry Hughes, right? Okay. Uh, Larry Hughes, um, we met at the Nike Phenom camp years ago. His, his son was there and a couple of my players were there and I was actually working the camp as a coach and me and him kind of got to sit and talk and things like that. Um, he opened a facility, uh, very shortly after that Phenom camp. And it's a I great facility. It. Like, yeah. yeah, like a Jermaine O'Neal's yeah. facility, Drive yeah. Nation and stuff. Yeah. But obviously when you're a former NBA player, yeah. right, that gives you that kind yeah. of stamp of approval. So yeah. I I mean, of course he has money. He had a great journeyman career. Uh, but um, you still got to go to a bank. You got to get approved. You still got to yeah. do a lot of stuff. Yeah, It's much easier to get those approvals when you have a name attached to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So – for those understanding and listening to guys like us out here, you know, we, we, we I would call hood famous, right? We, yeah. we, we local famous, you know, people know us yeah. around town and things like that, yeah. but to build something out of nothing without yeah. that name or that prestige, man, I mean, just, that's a lot of credit to you, brother. Cause it's Thank hard. No, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm before I moved to Roseville, I moved eight times in, in the prior eight years. And so like, for mm-hmm. me, like I moved to Roseville, I was excited cause I love Roseville. I knew I wasn't going to go anywhere. So I'm like, Hey, this is an opportunity I can like lay some roots. Yeah. But it is, it's a small market. It's not LA. Right. Oh, you're so, right. Yeah. So I had to go from me thinking like, Oh, I'm Blair or I'm, I'm this, I'm this pro athlete trainer. <laughs> right. Which, right. That's what I, I had an ego. I thought that's what I thought at the time. <laughs> <laughs> to like, uh, even, even the guy that I was learning from in LA mm-hmm. who owned the facility. I remember we were on the phone call. He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know any, Pro athletes that want to go to Roseville <laughs> in the summer, you know, everyone yeah, goes right. to LA. Yeah, and, that's true. Uh, and Very so true. From that, I had to adapt. Like now, I fully understand. Like we market towards high school, college, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and you know, whatever. If you walk through my door, we treat you like an athlete. Mm-hmm. Right. Very cool. So that's what that that actually it goes great to the next thing. Yeah. What is your 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 your? Because I talked about this last episode. Mm-hmm. Um or not last episode, sorry, the episode with Lowe, uh, he asked us a great question saying, you know, asking us about trainers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I said, and I, I said, in my opinion, every trainer has a point of emphasis. That's when I mentioned you, yeah. um, you know, what, what is your 
point of emphasis and when what's the, the you know you, you call you call it the company slogan though or whatever but yeah, you know yeah, what's yeah, the yeah. what's the goal of lead performance uh so the company slogan is get athletic okay hashtag get athletic nice. and like we build athleticism because the amount of dms i get on a daily <laughs> basis it falls into two categories hey coach how can i build my athleticism right or like what are your prices <laughs> you know like <laughs> that's one of the, the two <laughs> And, and so I think that's like the best way that I can explain it. It's like, like we're going to build athleticism in a safe way, but we know what that looks like now. Okay. Right. So you go to, to most high school strength coaches, especially when I grew up, like when I, by the time I got to Cal State Northridge, it clicked. I was like, I'm not a basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a, a big old bodybuilder that happens to play basketball. Right, I, right, right. I, I moved clunky, right? <laughs> I couldn't run. I could run real fast in a straight direction. You told me to turn around, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, I'm like a Hummer trying to make a U-turn. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> it didn't look good. It looked painful for the people watching. And so, At least you can identify, right? Yeah. <laughs> so now to take all of these performance uh, or for like a performance approach to it uh, and really look at athleticism, you know, how to load tendons, how to load uh, – uh, tissues and, mm-hmm. and and all of that like we're not getting under a barbell and 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 just bench pressing right. pressing all day right no one's coming in i don't even have the capacity uh to to really load up a barbell fully in my gym <laughs> you know like right. like we have six mm-hmm. six plates right in there. right okay um, and so like no one's coming in and just throwing 400 pounds on their back and squatting right yeah. and when athletes ask me that because that's what they'll go to school and do in their weight class or in their, in their after school program, like you don't jump around like a bunny rabbit on two legs around the court. You're working on once. Let's train you on one. Let's train you like an athlete. So that's that we train athletes, how athletes need to be trained. Nice. Nice. And, and your, I'm sure your degree has helped with that tremendously. Like, uh, like I ended up getting my degree in that as well. Yeah. And, um, um, but like, like I said on that episode, my point of emphasis is really, you know, fundamentals, right? Plyometrics, things like that, athletic movements. But I think I'm just a really good fundamental coach. You know what I mean? Of course I could do the fancy stuff, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, you've seen me in the men's league and shit, you know, my, my, my package is very simplistic. It's not, you know, I don't, but again, it's just cause I'm just trying to get the shot. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's what I do. I'm just trying to shoot. You know what I mean? And of course there's trainers. Like I would say like Marcus, Kirkland, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. he's he, the way he plays, his style of play, yeah, he's yeah, dribble, yeah, yeah. dribble, 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 <laughs> dribble, right. dribble, 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 yeah. you know, get a shot off. And and he trains that very well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Marcus. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> it, with uh, with you understanding the body mechanics and things like that, um, yeah. I mean, I'm, how much would you say that's really helped apply to your, your craft and just everything you do? Yeah, because I think it's all trial and error, like you said. Some oh, things are going to work, some mm-hmm. things are. You're going to figure out what your what your niche is, right? right. So you know wh- how has that helped your craft? I think I think body mechanics or uh, understanding that at least mm-hmm. uh, is going to like I'd really have a great understanding on how to hurt an athlete. <laughs> like, I really know really well how we can put you in a bad position and hurt you. So right. we're going to avoid that, right? Yeah. Like right off the bat. Good, but you can also look at the angles at which basketball is played and it doesn't take long to realize like, okay, well, if you only, you can have all the right intentions, right? We're going to put this athlete and train them on one leg or in a split squat, right? Instead of just a a bilateral back squat, 
that's that's the right thought process you're getting there but if we only train them in one plane basketball doesn't work like that no it doesn't doesn't. right so that constant cutting motion like i have to make sure that if uh you know one of my high school players is backpedaling all of a sudden they have to change direction their achilles isn't going or they're not straining their calf um if they all of a sudden have to turn and sprint they're not pulling their hamstring Mm. so it's also those angles that have to be trained but with that being said you also have to look at like okay how much are they doing Mm -hmm. so no athlete comes in to lead and does a hundred box jumps mm-hmm. in a day or even a week. Right. Yeah. Right. Like we're limit. like the, the rule I kind of stick to is like, we're, we're staying under 30, like right. 30 jumps for the day. That's it. Cause you're about to go pl- do a two hour practice yeah. and jump plenty. True. Right. You're yeah. already training that. And you're probably jumping higher in practice cause you're warm. You have something that you're aiming for. You're trying to get to the basket. You're trying mm-hmm. to get o- up and over somebody versus, what what good is it coming and, and just continuously jumping and jumping and jumping and all yeah. of a sudden now you have knee issues, right? You know, right? And and you get wear and tear earlier than you should. Yep, yep. that's right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Like you said, you're 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 applying science to what you're doing, right? Yeah. Which is very intelligent. So, um, I wanted to talk also, kind of just because I think we can all relate to this in this room, and it's been a great tool for me, and I think a great tool for all of us. Social media. Right. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, how pivotal has that helped you in your success? Like you just mentioned, you get DMs plenty. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, how, how has that helped? It's it's been the only way that I've been able to pull this off. OK. Being so new. Yeah. Right. Because I've only been yeah. here a year and a half. I've been in northern California itself for a year and a half. Wow. Nobody knew me even a year ago. Last summer, nobody knew me. You know, maybe some baseball players at, at uh uh, optimum athletes a baseball academy in Sacramento, right. like okay. they knew me right but outside like i didn't know the basketball scene at all okay um and so kind of building through that meeting people um we were talking uh before this yeah. about when it comes to competition like yeah everyone can can see what you do so i tell a lot of my athletes like i'm, I'm only worried about what's in our four walls right right but with that being said, like I put something out there, it's it's for everyone to judge, right. good or bad, right. whether I get that feedback or not. Yeah. And the competition sees that too. Well, you can either say, okay, well, the competition is going to see that and you start worrying about that. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of imposter syndrome. No. What's so that? imposter syndrome is, is this thought that you get in the back of your head of basically you look at what you're doing and you second guess yourself. Could mm. I be doing this better? Okay. You, know, you start worrying about what other people are going to think when they see it. I was doing that when I started this damn show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was always yeah. texting him and yeah. texting Ty. And so, like, yeah. y'all think this good? Does this look yeah. good? Let's, yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. 32 episodes, I'm like, fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah. is cool. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole first year, honest, honest God, the whole first year plus, up until I actually got to Ryan's was on the side of the court, I didn't film a single athlete. Mm. you can go through my phone i didn't take a single video of a single athlete until early this past summer because i didn't want to post stuff and then the people because i i aim to impress the people that i look up to right i'm not looking for validation from my peers i'm looking for validation from my mentors right right and i didn't want to start putting stuff out that my mentors would look and be like Really, this is what you're doing? (laughs) All that you know and all that we taught you and and all this advice and this is what you're doing? Mm -hmm. And so I had that in the back of my head. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until last week someone that I I look up to and I've learned from brought that up. I was like, oh, everybody everybody has this in some capacity or Yeah, of course. Uh, I don't give a shit if they got 500,000 followers. And so there's there's still – I think you just get to a point where you just get comfortable and you're just like – 
this is who I am. Shit, yeah. take it or leave it. You yeah. know what I mean, right? Yeah. So no, that's that, that that's really cool. So, like, well, have you gotten in the habit of trying to post more? Oh, I, I see your content yeah. all the time, and it's yeah. great stuff. Like yeah. you got whoever you're doing your camera work, you're doing yeah, a good yeah, job. Yeah, so yeah. no, I, I definitely like that. What about uh? Well, Mark, you you're always on that shit. I mean, you mm-hmm. fucking a videographer yourself at this yeah. point. Well, I mean that's that's how I started all this off was you know kind of just teaching myself because again you know with the kids that i work with like every all these kids are on social media yeah you know what i'm saying everybody's on social media and you know for me for example when i first started like i knew what i had to do when it came to the training side but I, when you look at the ball is life the overtime yeah. the slams, <laughs> right. you know what i'm saying my yeah. mindset into what i was doing with my social media you know what i'm saying was to copy what they were doing <laughs> yeah, exactly. at the end of the day like <laughs> copy what they were doing but integrate it with my area and the kids that i work with because of course over time bleach report you know they're gonna they're gonna hype up and showcase the pros or the top high school players yeah i'm showcasing my kids in my area just like that so yeah, very much so. that's basically what helped me kind of grow because now i got people from sac and the bay yeah. like you know parents are like damn like I, I want my kid to be on that video but at the end of the day it's yeah. like you got to put in the work with me. Right. Because I ain't going to put you, you know what I'm saying? Even though, like, I, I, I have shown progression of, you know, mm-hmm. when they start from scratch to where they're at now. But, again, like, you know, I've been doing it for four years now. Like, I've gotten to a point now, too, as well. Just like, okay, like, I'm, like what you said, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I want to make sure the stuff that I put out now, you know what I'm saying, is going to attract even the people that are at the top, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. So that's kind of how I've been looking. Plus again, five to 10 years from now, social media is going to really even, is really going to be imp- more impactful than it is now. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, you go to a restaurant, I've gone to restaurants now. I don't even look at the menu. Right. Yeah. What's right. on your yeah. Instagram? Cause I right. want to see what <laughs> Right. Exactly. What are the comments? What are, what are the right. It's true. And so, I mean, yep. to, to that exact point. So the facility I was at in LA when I was interning was called athletic gains. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever seen athletes, actually doing strength and conditioning on overtime i almost guarantee you whether it's uh uh i don't even i don't even know what they are but overtime is one of mm-hmm. them um max preps has been yeah. in the usa yeah. today they're all taking those videos so if you mm-hmm. saw like the video of lonzo ball standing on a oh, uh, yeah. on a bosu ball yeah. on the ball that yeah. was athletic gains uh, nice. really? and so okay. that was the standard that i got yeah. used to so when i get yeah. out here i was like all right i want to try and make that yeah. And it wasn't until maybe like two weeks ago I started getting this uh, almost this feeling of like let me let me master this let me polish this off before yeah. I actually present this because yeah, yeah. I don't want it to ever come across as fake I don't want yeah. it to come across as I'm trying to recreate yeah. what athletic gains is doing yeah, yeah because yeah. athletic gains did what they did yeah and then Max Preps USA Today yeah yeah um, you know hoop culture or whatever time, it is yeah over yeah. time they came for what they had built. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to build um. I don't want to build a model and show off a model yeah. of what I'm trying. I want to build something and have people come or get basically trying to create your own niche. You know what right. I'm saying? Like yeah. your own yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Well, like I said, so social media is definitely pivotal. So if you're a yeah. trainer, coach, uh, AAU program, yeah. uh, get 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 on your algorithms. Oh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> say, I'll say this one yeah. more thing. I shook hands on a fifty thousand dollar deal that fell apart a week later because of social media. Really? Wow. Really? Because they turned around, they said, "Ah, we don't know if you're the guy anymore because you don't have video on your social media. You don't have video on your Instagram of oh. you training volleyball players." Yeah, oh, so wow. they went on there and tried. Even to look, though we yeah. talked for an hour and yeah. I said all wow. the right things and they agreed yeah. with everything, they came back a week later. I don't know if this is right. 
because they didn't we're gonna see. go with this other guy because mm. he trains volleyball players. We don't actually. You said that. You said yeah. all the right things. Yeah. You know how to train volleyball players. Yeah. But we don't have video proof of it. So they brought that up. Like yeah, wow. yeah. fifty thousand dollar deal just. Shit! If Thanos came and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. Right. Well, there you go. Learn there, man. That's good to hear. People learn from this. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the networking aspect, right? Because, like you said, you, you're you're new. You're learning. I know. Me and you are solid. You know what I mean. Yeah. That's. Uh, but I mean, are, have you been really like getting your feelers out there, working with others, and it's, you know, trying to? Because it is tough, and yeah. uh, you know, the reason I would say is it's a. Uh, me and Mark talk about it all the time. I think I talk about it on the show. I'm very fucking candid about it at this point because mm-hmm. I'm in. I I recognize I'm in a very. I'm a king of my castle position. Let me put it like that. Yeah, like yeah, YBA yeah. is YBA. If you fucking hate me or love it, it's not gonna change. Yeah. What YBA is, so I yeah. know I can speak a little more candidly because I'm not gonna feel repercussions. You know what I'm right. saying? Somebody in the Bay or some mom and pop program might say, well, fuck that guy. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, fine. But I'm still going to have, we've had that teams. before. We've had that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck Chris. <laughs> Posting shit. Posted, shit about yeah, shit. exactly. Yeah. And, and what happened? YBA still here, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not, but I understand that position I'm in. I try to. And the thing is like, I call receipts on myself. Like I try to network. I reach out to people. I like Ryan for someone I mentioned. I've reached out to him several times to do the show. Yeah. I don't think he's big timing me, so let me make that clear in case anyone tries to be like, "Oh, he's talking <laughs> shit about." It. No, I don't think Ryan's big timing me. I think he honestly is just busy as shit. Like yeah. that's personally what I think it is, because um, he has responded back to me and talked to me. He's like, "Man, no, yeah. I do want to do your show." Um, one guy who I think is big timing me a little bit, and I don't want to speak on it, but maybe this will get to him and someone will tell like tell him <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. A little motivation. Oh uh, yeah, uh, uh, KP from Arsenal. Oh. Like, I feel like he's big time me a little bit. Where, because where are they based out of? Uh, Fairfield. Okay. Yeah, Fairfield. Okay. They're like, uh, yeah, they get the, like, oh, well, they would get some of the Vanden kids. Okay. <laughs> but most Vanden kids go somewhere else. But he gets, like, that uh, that area. He's kind of closer towards your area, right? Mm-hmm. So, um uh, I think KP does great work. He's a good dude, but it's like we've talked. He has my number. I have his number, and I've reached out to him a few times. Like, hey man, you gonna do the show? Like, what's up? And he yeah. like nothing. Yeah. I'm like, come on, bro. What, what yeah. are you doing right now? So I'm just I'm saying all that to say I get how hard it can be to kind of try to network with people yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. always like this egos. Yeah, right. And it's Ego, always yeah. this kind of well, what do you want from me? Like, oh, you want me to do this, but but you trying to get over on me? It's just this yeah. paranoia, right? Yeah. Um. I just can't live my life like that. Even like when I asked him to do the show, I mean, I didn't originally I was asking Ted, Ted was too busy with William Jessup. So i naturally thought Mark would be a good one, either him or Marcus. Mm-hmm. And Marcus said, fuck no. Cause I live in South Sac. I'm not driving to Rockland. <laughs> and I said, okay. And then, and then Mark was like, no, I'm down bro. Like, let's do this. Cause I said the same thing to him. I said, dude, I know you coming from Dixon. That's a hell of a drive. So, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, fuck that. I'm down. Like, this is a good idea. Yeah. And, you know, here we are, and, and we're doing our and thing. Kind of like just what you just said. Like, you know, I don't even know if I told you this, but I mean, yeah, here we are. What thirty two shows later? Yeah, my mindset. I remember when you told me because, like, yes, I was thinking about because, like, damn, that's a drive. Yeah, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying for me, but at the end of the day, the reason why I did it, just just like you, of course, to 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 impact more people, but it's this, like. Meeting him, yeah. Meeting, uh, uh, you know, me- meeting DB, yeah, right. Meeting, meeting <laughs> yeah, Lance, yeah. meeting, meeting all these people that now that yes, I have meeting uh, uh, Low, yeah. 
from Oakland Soldiers. Yeah, you have the VP you know, Oakland Soldiers. To where, Soldier. like, I have these kids now where I work with where, like, okay, I can actually reach out to somebody to give them opportunity. Like, yeah. Like, to me, that was always the plan to be on this show, even if I have to drive all the way from Dixon, <laughs> was to not just help, you know, what I do, but to learn. Yeah. So I always ask these questions so it yeah. can so I can help my kids, you know, which, you know, I, I, I'm probably going to have a question for you later. You know what I'm saying? About, okay, what? Like, tell me, you know, so I can, if my kids are listening, you know what I'm saying, it's going to help them. So, like I said, I remember, I remember when you told me that and I was like, oh, man, that's far. But then I was like, no, like, I think this is a sign. This is timing. You know what I'm saying? This can just help everything that I'm doing. And again, like, no ego. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just like, yeah. like you know what I'm saying? Like, I fuck with Chris. Chris is big bro. I can learn from Chris. <laughs> yeah. You know, again, here we are. You know right. what I'm saying? So, and that's and that's the biggest thing, being able to just kind of park the ego and be like, hey, yeah. I can I can learn from this situation. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, getting to your original yeah, question yeah, about, to, yeah, about, about your competition. Yeah. Like, I, just, I don't have time for it. Right. So I've had people not respond. I move on to the next person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had people block me on social media because they don't like that I'm competition. I move on to the next person. Like it's yeah. it's okay. It happened. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't benefit me or hurt me. Yeah. I move on to the next person. Yeah. And from that, I've found, I don't know what the number is. I mean, if, if you want to say maybe there's 50 people that have said yes mm-hmm. to trying to do something. There's been three people that have said no. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Been, you be, been a, there's been so many more that's doors a great that point. have opened. Yeah. Than doors that got shut in my face to yep. the point where the one person that I feel like does the same exact job as I do mm-hmm. is you remember T-Mobile and you used to have your Fab Five? Yeah, yeah, of course. He's in my five, my Fab Six. Like, <laughs> he's, he's like uh, that's pinned. He's pinned in my in my text because right. we text every day. Nice. And whether dope. it's about training, it's about life, it's about God. Like that's somebody I can learn from. That's he really has cool. experiences, you know, and to the point where. He and I put together a thing. We had the grand opening last Saturday of lead. Mm -hmm. The next day we had almost two dozen coaches, therapists, gen pop trainers come in. Everyone checked there you go at the door. There were people that walked in my door that I was like, oh, oh my God. Like, I've learned a lot from you. And this is the first time we've met. Right. Like, I I had no idea. I've listened to podcasts, you know, social media, whatever it is. And I've learned amazing concepts from you. And this is the first time we're meeting. You're here. That's dope. That's sick. And we sat and we talked for three hours. Nice. Not a single ego. Not a single person said, this is who I am. Big time. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Not not a single person. You know, uh, the head performance coach, coach a Jesuit. You know. Nice. uh, You know. People with their PhDs and and you know therapists and and just it was all these great minds just talking shop for for three hours wow, and dope. we walked away with one of the smartest people there probably saying or one of the probably smartest people there saying hey the next time we do this I want to start doing like A B and C and doing like lectures and stuff like that like wow. like we want to keep doing this and keep learning keep benefiting everybody because the end result is going to be the athletes. Yep. The athlete's going to benefit. Yep. If I have some, something I can teach another trainer, his athlete's going to benefit. Yep. My athlete's going to benefit from him. So there's, I don't see any, yeah. there's pros and cons. I don't see any cons from that. Very cool. And yeah, and 
Um, let me make this disclaimer because you know if people listen to this show and always some shit gets started. But no, me and KP are cool. Like, let me make that clear. I'm fucking joking in terms of like big timing, big timing me. I don't think he's like really fucking with me like that. I just, just got to get him in here. Hey, I know exactly. <laughs> well, you know, but someone's gonna mess or respond. <laughs> yeah, someone's got a message or be like, well, you know, Chris was talking shit about you, KP. I'm like, oh please, man, it's not that serious. But no, um, I'll, <laughs> I always try to. I'll I always try to reach out. I mean, I'm I'm gonna reach out a couple of times. If someone does it, they do yeah. it. If they don't, yeah. they don't. You know what I mean? I've had I've had great guests here so far, um, from pro athletes to refs to comedians, NBA, comedians right? Yeah. Like who? Like you know what I mean? Like I don't. Whoever whoever's supposed to be on the show is supposed to be on this. Show. Exactly. Like, met, like that's just how it is. Yeah. You know, because I, I I very much came into this with the intent of just hearing people's stories and just yeah. learning. And I just think it's a, you know, I, like you said, you you enjoy the environment here. I wanted yeah. to create a cool environment. I wanted to create an environment where guys could just sit, talk basketball, and then people could hear it and be like, man, I kind of learned something from that dude. I didn't know yeah. th- I didn't know that about him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So hopefully uh, that that's the message most people get. So then, last question before we move on to the good NBA stuff. Um, what 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 what's the plan? What's the five year plan? Oh, I mean, man. you know, to do <laughs> do you want a multiple facilities, uh, bigger facilities? Like, I mean, you know, what 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 what's what, what are we looking at here for five years from now? I I don't think I want bigger. Okay, I love the size of my facility. Mm-hmm. I want more. Right, but I think what I want to do is I want to take my facility recreate it in somewhere like this somewhere like ryan's and we start going and we start building these facilities where athletes have to travel less places okay I like let's that. let's create an environment where a basketball player or volleyball player can go do their practice immediately turn around do their weight session immediately turn around do their therapy nice mm, right I like that. and we go a b and c you're done yeah. you're training maybe three times a week that's the other thing. Like, I I have no problem kicking my, some of my kids out of the gym. <laughs> like, I know that you just went from yeah. my workout yesterday to practice to weights at school to your coach running you into the ground for five miles to skills mm-hmm. training. You don't need to be here at 5 a.m. the next day. Yeah. <laughs> Go sleep. Anyways, yeah. that's a whole other <laughs> subject. But that's that's the plan. I, I think I want to branch out in that regard. Um there's there's a bunch of different things I want to continue to bring people together. I eventually want to start making. Uh, everyone talks about a platform. I, I I don't know if I align with that word, uh, but some form of media where we get different levels of people in the same uh, in the same group. Yeah. To come together and do exactly what we did last week. No mm-hmm. egos, leave the egos at the door. Yeah. We all sit down, we all talk, and have athletes benefit from that. Have people powerful. benefit. We, we, get a, we get a college coach, we get a junior college coach, we get a high school coach, we get an AAU coach, we send them down, have a discussion. Let's talk about the pros and cons, who likes what of, of all these different outlets, mm-hmm. all these different facets yeah. of what they do. And then let's go and get a, a private PT, a sports PT, a... Uh, you know, medical PT. Right, you know? right. Let's do the same thing. Smart. Let's do it for volleyball. Let's do it for football. You know, let's let's start bringing people together, and mm-hmm. then you start getting. If an athlete watch, if we make a hundred videos, and the athlete watches all one hundred, and they get two pieces of information that they walk away with. Hey, at least at least yeah. we gave them something. Right. Yeah. Well, it sounds yeah. like. I mean, it sounds like your master plan. You want to create a nice network and web Community, of yeah. people to just yeah. kind of reach out to for different things. So, yeah. no, that's really cool. Um, yeah. 
Mark, you had anything uh, left or an extra? Yeah, I know I probed one, this man a lot. Nah, but. <laughs> well, one question I did want to ask you, you know what I'm saying? Um, this is for not just my players, but anybody. Because, of course, like I, I, I understand how important, as a skills trainer, how important it is for my players to also focus on the strength and conditioning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To build their bodies, to build their athleticism. Mm-hmm. For you, right? So during the off-season, the summertime, and then compared yeah. to in-season. Yeah. How much should a player be training when it comes to the strength and conditioning to, um, side of it, knowing that they're working with their skills trainer, they're doing yeah. other things during the summer? And then how much does that number drop of how many times you're working during season? Because I believe, and I don't know if you believe that too, like I still believe in season you still should be, of course, the the, the load is less. You still should be polishing. You still should be working out even yeah. during season, knowing that, okay, you're not doing six, seven days a week, two to three times a day. Cause of course right. school and practice for you, in your opinion, you know, picking your brain, what's the workload for you during the summer and then during in season? It depends. And like, that's always the cop out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's always the cop out answer, but like it, yeah, yeah. it does. So okay. if you're in the off season, like right after off season, you're yeah. starting to lift heavy. Yeah. That's going to look different than preseason. It's going to yeah. look different than, than in season. Okay. Right, we're just gonna look at how much you're loading your central nervous system mm-hmm. uh, throughout the week. If you have a game only on Friday, then let's go have a little heavier on Monday. Okay, uh, maybe Wednesday, but we're still taking enough rest. Okay. Uh, like if everybody could have a whoop, yeah, you know, like the little band that, that mm-hmm. tracks your recovery, yeah, like yeah, that'd yeah, be great. Yeah, yeah. Um, not everyone does, right? Uh, but it, I think it's as long as you're getting the recovery that you need to, yeah. I don't think that there's a limit. Like, obviously you're not going to go six yeah. days a week in the yeah, weight yeah, room. Yeah. Um, but also we kind of got to look at like, I don't know, unless you're one of his guys. <laughs> he has some guys that, that they would work that much. Don't stop. Yeah. Oh no. I, I got some guys, like yeah. I said, like I gotta, I gotta tell him, Hey, don't come in. Yeah. Like, you're doing too much. I yeah. need you to go recover. Otherwise yeah. you're going to be burnt out by Friday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the things, and, and I'll say this is, uh, hopefully like a, a super easy answer is mm-hmm. I'm not the guy to put out new information. You know, okay. like I'm not the, Hey, here's this research article and I broke yeah. it down. And here's all this. Yeah. I know who I am. I'm not that I yeah. take care of the athletes in my facility, Yeah, but I have no problem saying that if you can't go to my facility, yeah. PJF performance, mm-hmm. right. Corey Schlesinger mm-hmm. might be a little bit outside of people's like understanding or like mm-hmm. knowledge level. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I'll, there's a whole plethora of yeah. different outlets yeah. that give great information specifically for basketball players. Yeah. PJF performances is the absolute pinnacle of that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, if you just want, like he gives so much free content. It's yeah, he does. He right. does. I like, you have to pay for some of his content. Yeah. As you should. Yeah. Right. 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 There, yeah. He gives out a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, and okay. so like knowing that I'm not that information guy, <laughs> like, hey, like go seek that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that that's going to give a lot of answers because, yeah. like I said, it, it depends. I can't tell you that your center is overworking, that your yeah. point guard isn't, so they're yeah. going to be different. Yeah. PJF uh, performance, I think, can, can kind of narrow that down. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to PJF performance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. So let's get into some hot takes. Shorty, no, no, no. Not that bad. There we go. All right, there we go. Perfect. There's my right button. All right, so hot takes. Um, honest, uh, usually hot takes is usually um, something that's going on in society or something like that, but uh, actually an NBA hot take. Um, tonight at the game, uh, Lakers and Detroit, uh, yeah, LeBron yeah. gets kicked out, uh, I think, 
Mm-hmm. That might be only his second or third time ever being ejected mm-hmm. in his entire career. Mm-hmm. And uh, the young kid, uh, Stewart, yeah. uh, wanted to uh, knock his head off. Yeah. Uh, Who is Stewart? Um, Stewart, first what's one. his first name? He plays I, on the Pistons. I, he plays on the Pistons. Um, uh, oh, yeah, you can no, pull it up on yeah, your phone and check it out real quick. I don't care. Uh, yeah. shit, I don't not, know if it was an accident. Have oh, you seen see, the video? Yeah, I saw it, bro, and that's he punched him. Like <laughs> they, they kept saying, oh, it was an inadvertent yeah, elbow. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. mm. that man's lip touched his shoulder. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I said, I don't know how inverting that is. I just, but uh, I just think LeBron didn't think that he would get fucked up like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think he was trying to make a little yeah, uh, yeah, get yeah, off yeah, me, you yeah, know what I mean? But he started leaking, and so I I watched... <laughs> I watched, yeah, it's pretty bad. I watched frame by frame, okay. Because um, again, you know, once I saw this, I was like, "Oh, great for great for the show." Fuck yeah, that, yeah. yeah let's yeah, let yeah. this on. Like, so I'm watching frame by frame. Immediately after he did do the initial hit, um, from my perception, looking at it, uh, he did look like he was trying to apologize. Yeah, I want to yeah. say he was kind of like he looked like he was walking over, staying calm, and was kind of like my bad or whatever. He saw the blood, That's but why. then the. Stewart saw, you know, like, holy shit, Mike, my, and, uh, you know, all hell broke loose after that. Now, I know it's Detroit, so, you know, everyone's like, oh, Detroit, you know how they get down, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, because, like, even uh, Candace Parker, when she got into her big fight that was in Detroit and yeah. all that stuff, so, um, and we all know about the malice, and yeah, yeah it's just yeah. A, some history there, but, uh, uh, the, the biggest takeaway, because I was reading, you know, I was seeing people's comments. Um, I'm in this one Facebook group called uh, Sports Debate. Of course, everybody's talking about it. They like the first initial one. LeBron didn't want no smoke. He was scared. But I'm like, all right, man, let's stop. I said, and I personally, this is what I said. I normally I don't comment on this stuff, but I just said, fuck it. I gotta say something. Um, everyone kept bringing up, and this is what was just so funny to me. Everyone kept bringing up how he's a billionaire. They were like, oh, billionaires don't want to fight with someone making forty k a game, and he's. You know, he doesn't fight with peasants. Like, I mean, yeah, they, they yeah, made yeah. it a money thing. And I was like, so yeah. my was my only response. I said, why are we talking about LeBron's yeah. money yeah, in like, the midst? Like that went through his head. Like, yeah, yeah like I'm a billionaire. I don't want to get involved. Yeah. I said, I said, isn't he a man first? Yeah. Like at the yeah. end of the day, I don't think LeBron did it on purpose. I don't no. think he yeah. was trying to hurt this kid. But yeah. at the same time, like. Yeah, you fucking hit me above my eye and I'm leaking. Yeah, I might. Yeah, we might have to throw some paws. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's yeah. like I'm, I get, I get Stewart side of it. I get LeBron side of it. I don't think LeBron wanted to fight, but uh, like, stop bringing up. This is just what's annoying to me in kind of society. Stop bringing up people's bags and money when it comes to shit that don't have nothing to do with money. Right. That's just annoying to me. Like, right. like. You know, you see these dumbass arguments on social media about it, and it always comes down to, well, he got more money. You know, yeah. fuckery is fuckery. Like, you know what I'm mean? saying? Like, I'll give you an example. Like, when Lizzo went to the Lakers game and had her ass oh out. And was shaking. So, oh, so she's rich. So she she got that bag. So, you know, she could shake her ass. What? No. no. Like, fuckery is fuckery. Like, <laughs> Westbrook's rich, but he was wearing a skirt and a dress with blue hair. Like, I don't. I'm not co-signing that because he's rich. Like, I, that's just, again, that's yeah. just me at the end of the day. I'm not going to speak for anybody else. But, you know, I, what I saw was two guys getting into it. Yeah. Um, I think LeBron knew he was wrong. and But but I will say, you know, Detroit, man, that, man, that motherfucker Stewart might have should have played football because he was yeah. breaking tackles left and right, bro. <laughs> he should have played some goddamn well, like, football. Kind of going back to what you were saying, like, 
well, first of all, yes, LeBron is rich, <laughs> and LeBron <laughs> is LeBron. So right. there was no way Stewart was going to get to him. Right. They had right. security. They yeah. Had, oh, they had like fifty. Westbrook had his hands them. up, yeah. ready to protect LeBron. <laughs> like LeBron knew that like, he ain't going to yeah. get to me. Ain't LeBron, LeBron touch me. went all the way to the baseline yeah. and chilled out. He was like, but you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I, well, you just saw. What do What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. It reminds me. I don't know how recent it was. It reminds me of when uh, Siakam got hit at the Kings Arena. Like the oh, Kings I, I, yeah. I um, I, I didn't see it, but I saw. So, I saw like a footage with yeah. him leaking and stuff. So yeah. Pa- so pa- Pascal is another athletic gains guy in LA, mm. but he got hit, and the DJ for the Kings started playing "Bleeding Love." Oh, <laughs> oh, that guy deserves a deserves right. A yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, see what I'm saying? So, I, I don't know. But it's no, just, the, I mean, the, the LeBron thing is immediate reaction. I didn't mean it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do. I do love with me being in the career that I'm in. People love to talk about LeBron. Have you seen the squat video? No, I oh, seen he's him. he's got like this funky squat. And, oh, LeBron's and, um, doing a squat or yeah, okay. he's got a barbell on his back. Yeah. He sticks his butt about ten feet behind him, <laughs> right, and then his, he moves about that big. <laughs> and it's it's not what he does because I understand like the biomechanics and like what his trainer's trying to do, right? Because keep in mind, like like people forget, like it was now years ago. The fact that this guy's still playing years ago, he was scheduled to have back surgery, yeah. And he and he didn't because they fixed his biomechanics. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you take someone like that who is such a specialized athlete and you give him something specific to that extent. I just love the people who are sitting at home and just go, "That's not right." Mm. I'm sorry. Go, you go take yeah. that billion dollar athlete. Go teach him how to squat and right. don't mess him up. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, exactly. I'm, like okay, we, we're That's just all funny. experts now. Right. He <laughs> can't understand what, yeah. what he's trying to yeah. do. For something so <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. I just yeah. It um heated moment, crazy moment. Yeah. Uh, think the overall just to you know think the Lakers uh, responded well. I think Detroit responded well. The security, the coaches, mm-hmm. you know, everyone. Mm-hmm. It was like five guys on this guy. He was, he yeah. was. They were holding him back, and um, you know, yeah, Westbrook. I, they made memes of him squaring up, yeah. and so they were, they were like, "That's the most defense <laughs> he's played all season." I was yeah. like, "Damn!" I said, "The internet is undefeated, bro." Oh, uh, but yeah, just thought that was a crazy high take. If you haven't seen the video, I'm sure you're going to at some point. Uh, LeBron's probably more than likely going to get at least a. Uh, at least a two game suspension, I would say, maybe one or two games. Uh um Stewart, I would um He's gonna I think he's gonna get more. I think I uh, I mean they're probably I, I don't know if LeBron will get suspended. You don't you don't think I so? I don't think so. I feel, I feel like they've laid back off of suspensions so much. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean I, only reason I could say they might suspend Stewart is because he escalated, but at the yeah. same time the dude I mean it was bad. I mean the dude was just <laughs> yeah. had blood on the whole side of his yeah. face and Again, Rhea's athletes and stuff. I mean, you go into fight or flight. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it, it crosses a line. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, you, you don't, you ain't thinking I'm an NBA player anymore. Right. That's where I tried. Yeah. That was what I was illustrating on the Facebook post. Like, yeah, before LeBron, the basketball player. Before LeBron, the billionaire. Before LeBron, the Family Guy. Before LeBron, Space Jam. Like, right. he is a man. You know, and yeah. Stewart before. I don't know how how many years that I, I have no idea how many years he's been in the league or anything like that. But it, but those are still two just you know two men that just got into it a little bit and one right. got really mad and one tried to walk right. away and deescalate it. That's all I see. 
That's, I mean, you know what I mean? But, of course, the yeah. media and everybody else, you know, I can't wait to see uh, Shannon Sharp tomorrow. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Skip Bayley's talking about it. talking shit about Yeah, oh, yeah. Skip's going to go, yeah. if it was Michael Jeffrey Jordan, <laughs> he would have knocked him out. And I was like, all right, Skip, we, we, I mean, we get it. As, ba- as basketball players, like, we've all been in that situation. Right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. If I was in the NBA, like all thirty thousand of those people right. just immediately disappeared. Yeah, you it not- is me and you. <laughs> I see red. Right. You know? So that's what I'm like. That's what I'm. I guess I want to talk about that so people understand. Like basketball players, we understand we're professional. We understand our atmosphere, but you're human. Like mm-hmm. shit happens. Yeah. You get heated. Um, I'm sure LeBron's the type of dude he'll reach out to him and say, "Hey, my bad, yeah. bro," and hopefully Stewart's receptive to that, and you know they'll get past it. I I don't see this magnifying in anything else, but yeah. you gotta love the circus, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on from that, um, uh, something I wanted to bring up. Saw a great analysis from this YouTuber. Uh, let me make sure I'm saying everything. Say his name right because I want to give credit to this guy, uh, JX My High Roller. Um, he does these like really cool documentaries um, of different points of emphasis. He did a great uh, 15 minute documentary on on Steph Curry this season and just nice. how incredible what he's doing. I mean, he put sheer analytics and that's why I like I'm, yeah. I'm kind of an analytics guy, but analytics on it, numbers, yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that really stood out to me, um, obviously, we all I, well, I, I'm assuming you guys know uh, Steph Curry's nine threes in a game is at 37 right now Jeez. currently and the next closest guy is james harden with nine that's, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how far this gap is yeah, uh, so people understand and steph curry's 33 right 32 33 yeah. 33 like he's playing better now than he did his unanimous mvp yeah, season like sure. legitimately playing wow. better now i mean he looks even more smaller. yeah he looks more hub like yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly and again yeah. the guy six two like 180 ish you know yeah. what i mean and it, it's it's just unreal um we all know clearly his shooting abilities amazing um another stat that uh, uh high roller did that i thought was amazing um if he play he's on track and take this with a grain of salt is kind of a rough estimate but um he's on track if he plays to at least 40 he to calculate this to at least 40 at least 70 games a season now obviously injuries or things like that could happen He's on track to end his career with at least 5,100 threes. 5,100. I mean. Who's, who's on top? Who's on top right now? Like he, if he, got, he is. But it, he passed Ray Allen. He just okay, passed so, Ray Allen. Yeah. So what's, that, what's, it, what's Ray Allen at? What was it? 4,000 and something. <laughs> it's like 4,000. Nobody's going to break it. It's so, I mean, Man. it's just so unreal. We're watching. And I talked about it last episode, and I just say it again. And, of course, I'm a Warriors fan, so, yeah, I'm fucking biased. But at the end of the day, it's like we are watching something that's just unreal. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. Watching MJ is unreal. Watching Kobe was unreal. Watching LeBron was unreal. The difference with those guys, and and you guys can obviously uh, uh, put your input as well, I think what's just so unreal is we're looking at something being done that is achievable. If you understand what I'm saying, yeah. like, yeah. and what I mean by achievable is he's perfected his skill and craft to a point that someone could duplicate that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Some, I mean, again, there's just some people born with these gifts, no doubt, but you can't necessarily duplicate being a LeBron. 
Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, you can't yeah. duplicate being an MJ, right? You can't, you know, uh, uh, Matt, Kobe did it. Well, yeah, true, <laughs> true, 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 to a to a degree, yeah. <laughs> but it's like uh, uh, Magic Johnson being the, you know, showing that a six nine guy could be a point guard. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. That's yeah. just like these are just certain things you're like, oh. or Yao Ming being a freaking seven five, amazing mid range free throw shooter, and started showing that bigs can knock down the three. You know yeah. what I mean? Like those are things. You can't necessarily duplicate. Obviously, people are are trying, and the game has evolved by much. But Steph Curry, essentially, in the basketball world, he's not special. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you just take the physical makeup of him, a 6'2", 180 guy, that's not mm-hmm. – you know I mean, you can go to a men's league and destroy guys like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he is um, – he, he's making history, and he's doing some things. Uh, what um, – what this what high roller did he called him a uh, true unicorn i want to play something for you guys real quick and yeah. we'll incorporate it on the show i want you guys to hear it and kind of take a look and um kind of see his analysis and tell me what you guys think right yeah. just just this little segment right here trying to trying to do something new for the show okay, okay. that was pretty cool let me see pull it up on my phone so i think it was this part let me see was far beyond just guards. If you've been a fan of the game for a while now, you this know just about how rare it once was to see a big man shooting the long ball. Just a decade ago, Drew Gooden attempted more three-pointers per game than any other center in the entire league. He averaged one three-point attempt a game. This season, 24 centers around the league average more than one three-point attempt a game. In Stephen Curry's first MVP season, only 14 players in the NBA averaged over 40% shooting from three, and 11 out of those 14 players were guards. This season, there are 14 power forwards and centers averaging at least 40% from three. These are big men shooting the ball as well as guards did just seven seasons ago. There has never, ever been a single player who has had such a widespread impact on the game as Stephen Curry has had. I mean, it's really not even close. When Michael Jordan reached his peak, everyone wanted to be like Mike, but he didn't really change the way the game is played since no one could do the things that Mike could do. Except Magic Kobe. Johnson proved that you don't need to be six foot three to run the point. But again, just being an unconventionally big point guard isn't something other players can just replicate. Mikan, Wilt, Shaq, Durant were all revolutionary in their own right, but they all possess traits that, for the most part, aren't things you can just work on and improve. You're either a 7-foot, 1-inch tank with freakish athleticism and a soft touch, or you're not. You're either a sharp shooting 7-footer with a handle, or you're not. These players are what we like to call unicorns, the truly one-of-a-kind players throughout NBA history. Legendary sports writer Bill Simmons separates these unicorns into two different categories, traditional unicorns and true unicorns. On the traditional side, you'll find Wilt, Spud Webb, Shaq, Yao Ming, T-Mac, among others. And on the true unicorn side, you'll find Kareem, Pete Maravich, Magic Johnson, Manu Bull, Kevin Durant, Giannis, and a few other players. So where does Stephen Curry fall on this unicorn spectrum? Find out what's strong Oops. you. Ads. Sorry, YouTube shit. Hurry up. He certainly doesn't have the size of a Yao Ming or a Manu Bull. He doesn't have the physical dominance of a Shaq, Wilt, or Kareem. He doesn't have some oddly exceptional skill set that doesn't fit his frame like Rodman or Barkley or Magic. If you ask me, Steph Curry is the unicorn 
of all unicorns. In relation to NBA standards, he is a perfectly normal and quite average player. Six feet two inches, 180 pounds, with a great handle and an elevated IQ for the game. But that shot, that one particular skill set that he has mastered to perfection, to the point where the entire game shifts off its axis as a result. Now that is truly a one of one. Eventually, someone will break Steph's three-point record, whatever that number ends up being by the time he retires. I wouldn't be surprised if we see some player in the future drop 23s in a game and shatter every record that stands today. Young kids coming up right now will have a 25-footer in their bag before they even lace up for varsity. 30 years from now, we'll be talking about Steph like old heads today talk about Bird or Wilt or Kareem. To future generations that will inevitably benefit from Steph's alien-like abilities and innovation, his numbers will eventually be just that. Numbers on paper or a screen. But without any context, it's impossible to truly grasp just how spectacular this guy is. When Dr. J pulled this move off in 1980, basketball fans imploded. A move like this was inconceivable at the time. Today, this move is still incredible, but we see incredible things all the time now. Back in 2003, when Kobe Bryant sank 12 three-pointers in one game, it took days for NBA fans to settle down. Now, it seems like every other week, some player is racking up double-digit threes in a single game. The goalpost for exceptional feats is constantly moving. And when it comes to shooting the rock, Steph Curry isn't aiming for the goalpost. He is the goalpost. In fact, when Kobe Bryant dropped 12 threes back in 2003, it was, at the time, an NBA record. Here's what a chart of the most three-pointers made in a single game by an individual player in NBA history looked like at the time of Kobe's legendary game. Many other all-time great shooters had incredible nights from downtown, but in that moment, the record belonged to the Black Mamba. And here's what that same chart looks like if we include games played since Stephen Curry's historic 2016 MVP season. Look at that chart. That's crazy. That shit crazy. Look at that chart, bro. <laughs> so I think I think to the exact point that he just made is like, yeah, it's it's just regular now. Yeah. yeah. And and I think nobody else, even Curry, I think nobody else displayed that better than Westbrook. Mm. Because Westbrook, mm. everybody at the end of that season was tuning in to try and see like, oh, yeah. is he getting again is he gonna get another triple double? Yeah. Right. And then I remember the last three games this season, people had it like planned out. He needs to get twenty this game, <laughs> this and that, yeah. this, to to beat uh, you know, whatever he was trying to beat. Right. Big O. And then I remember like so that happened, that was great and and solidified Russell Westbrook as who he is. And then all of a sudden, three years later, it's like, oh, wait, he did that another two years? Yeah. And Four nobody talked five. about it? That's yeah. True. Like, everybody was watching to see yeah. if he would make it that first year. And then the right. next two years, like, oh, yeah, he's, he's just became still normal. doing that shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think what's hurting him, obviously, is because he can't, he's not, it's not equating to championships, but that's a yeah. whole other freaking topic. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get on that one today. But they did get the win tonight, so that was a good part. Even despite all that, they did yeah. get the win tonight. So congratulations, Mark. You guys got it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Lakers fan for sure. Um, uh, just circle back with the Warriors. Uh, Clay Thompson just got cleared uh, for full-on practice. So it looks Dangerous. like, yeah, he'll, he'll be back. Uh, he'll be back by Man. Christmas. That's what they're aiming for. So it's looking like that might happen. Um Obviously, I think the Warriors organization is, uh, I mean, not only a full of intelligent people, but very, um, you know, they 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 have a good staff. Um, obviously, with the Kevin Durant Achilles thing, I would say that's the big biggest 
black eye on everything they've done, but um, overall they seem to be handling uh, Clay Thompson very well. Um, the Suns are still in their hot streak, mm-hmm. uh, the eleven in a row now. Yeah. Um, playing really good. Do you think they could test the Warriors? Because right now, to me, you know me, I think the Warriors, it, the Lakers, it, 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 the, the Lakers to me are the only people that have the personnel to potentially mm-hmm. beat the Warriors. Um, but but the Suns, I don't know. It, it could kind of feel like fool's gold. You know what I mean? I so, think it's fool's gold. Yeah. I, I don't. I still don't believe it. Just because even with last year, it's just my opinion. You know, with all the injuries and how everything, like, I mean, props to them. Right. But I feel like you know this year is definitely going to you know prove if they're really really legit legit because there's a, just a lot of good teams this year yeah there is. you know and so there like is. i don't know I, I just don't think in the seven game series that they can you know you know beat a lot of these good teams um i don't know like i said i i still I, early-ish so i'm just hating because they eliminated us last year <laughs> <laughs> so, what's know. your favorite team well you got a favorite team uh, the Clippers. No. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I, grew up, I grew up in a Laker household. Nice. Okay. Right. And uh, through college, I ended up working for the Clippers in, in a bunch wow. of different roles. Oh, cool. Uh, and so w- before we got Kawhi, the Clippers are just like, end of the year, throw you a bunch of throw you a bunch of gear. So I throw on a Clippers shirt. I didn't even hear the news that we got Kawhi back then. <laughs> I walk into a Starbucks and I got two different random old white dudes. Just oh, everyone's a everyone's a Clipper fan now. That Kawhi's in town. <laughs> <laughs> You're like what? Like, no, I'm a legit fan, bro. <laughs> yeah, <come on. laughs> That's, That's pretty good. You don't you don't run into too many Clippers fans no, nowadays. Don't. That's true. Hey, got a Laker got fan PG. and a Clippers fan well, right in PG. here. I was like, oh, it finally paid off. I'm still <laughs> waiting for it to pay off. That must, that must have been a tough childhood, though. <laughs> oh man, like damn, like you a. Clipper Clipper fan, your whole family was like, my whole AAU wow. team was all Laker fans. Oh, oh man, yeah. all right, yeah. hey, stay your. Hey, you, listen, you one know. of my good close friends is a Spurs fan in mm. Oakland. Mm. I said, how? <laughs> you want to know why I was a Clipper fan? Was I was a Clipper fan because when the Lakers would technically be the away team, yeah, tickets were cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> tickets were cheaper. So we go, we go to the games. Now we still had a concrete headrest, like You're there right. wasn't a single person behind me. <laughs> but tickets were cheaper. So True we that. went to the, we nice. got to see the Lakers. Damn. All right. Well, so on some local funny NBA news, uh, the Kings had a game against the Jazz, and a guy that was courtside uh, threw up all on the floor. Oh wow! All on the floor. Like that stopped the game. So 30 yeah, minutes, thirty minutes. Yeah, when you guys go to these games, don't get too fucked up. Yeah, blame yeah. it on the booze. Yeah, <laughs> he was just courtside. Uh, if you want to check that video out, go take a look. I'm not putting that link in, but uh, yeah, that was that was pretty uh, hilarious. And of course, the last uh, thing uh, that was big news is Luke Walton is no longer yeah. the head got coach fired. for the Kings. He yeah. got fired. Um, any thoughts on that, fellas? I know I'm not necessarily a Kings fan, but you know I, I keep an eye on him. My wife, my wife. So I mean, I'm a Lakers fan. My wife is a Kings fan. Ooh, and, uh, I was funny. like, I was like, all in the same day, you have somebody throw up on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Y'all been losing, and your head yeah. coach just got fired. <laughs> Typical Sacramento Kings in the headlines for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Eddie, you got any thoughts on that one, Blair? Well, like, because uh, now Rico Hines is is they said, yeah. uh, you know, 
first, uh, like the first assistant coach. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, and uh, Alvin Gentry, uh, Gentry, yeah, Gentry is the yeah. interim head coach. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's one dude I'm trying to. Man, I would love to get Rico on the show. I don't know I just, if that would I ever just, happen. I just met him two weeks ago. Oh, for wow. real? Well, tell him if so. I got so you could so, ever give him conversation with. Say, I would love to have him on this show. I walk into the Burbank airport and I see this guy, and, and I don't think much of him, but he's got a hat and he's got the mask, the, the yeah. sunglasses. And I'm like, I don't think much of him. Right. You're in LA, like you know. High level people, yeah, don't think much of them. So I get on the plane. I notice that he's sitting right behind me. We get off the plane in Sacramento, and uh, we get in the in the tram. And I turn around, and I, it just came out of my mouth. Well, he's got the king's hat. Yeah, he's got the sunglasses, mm. the mask, and the AirPods. Like God doesn't want to have a conversation. No, right, right. Yeah. But it just comes out of my mouth, and I just go, "Hey, man, are you Rico Hines?" <laughs> and as soon as it came out, I was like, "Oh, dear God." <laughs> I fully expect him to turn around and be right. like, oh, what, all black people look the same? <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, and, and he was super cool. And then I just kind of, I was like, all right, like, let me not, like, just start. Don't be a fanboy. Like, let me not start a whole conversation. He's not in conversation yeah. mode with these AirPods. And, and yeah. uh, he was cool. And, and one of my guys that works for the Kings uh, texted me the next day. He's like, oh, hey, talk to Rico. I was like, yeah. That's um, but, yeah, it was, I was like, oh, dear God. Right. What did I just say? <laughs> Who is this guy actually? No, I'm hoping. Um, yeah, I'm hoping. Uh, at some point, because like I said, I think I know a few people that interact with him and talk to him. I, I, he's one guy I definitely want to invite on the show. But obviously, man's busy. Got NBA training stuff and all that, and they're in season. But love to have someone like that on the show. Yeah. I just uh, I respect what he does, and he's he's super for the uh, basketball community. He just reminds me of those OGs that really like tell you how it is you know what i mean i always had a few of those and and i always appreciated it back in oakland and then when you see the videos of him he talks to the nba guys you know what i mean he it's not like he ain't he ain't dick riding or nothing at all he's like yep. hey come in here straight up yeah come here to work like or get the fuck out like i get it you're rich yeah. cool go yeah. be fucking rich and go to lifetime and do your thing there but here yeah. like be ready to you know put some fucking work in and yeah I don't know. I just respect guys like that. I, I always like people like that. Um, um, moving on, uh, just also saw some uh, uh, recent news. Uh, Mar, Mar, do you know Marcellus? Marcellus Howard? You've seen I've, like I've some of his content. Once. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, met him once. Really cool guy. I coached him, so okay. that's why he was on, that, on my that show. That guy that's in my, in my T Mobile Fate Five. Yeah, is uh, one of the guys that trains. Him. Okay, yeah, oh, perfect. Okay. So, um, I just saw on his. Um, on his social media, on his Twitter, um, I guess he got hurt. I don't know if he got yeah. injured or hurt. He it was he's done with the yeah, with the and he was saying he's done with the YouTube. I don't know if you want to check it out real quick, Mark. But he, um, mm -hmm. yeah, he, he it was a photo of him in his um in the ambulance. It was really? yeah, it was pretty. I don't like I said, he I don't looked, know what he happened. Like he, he broke probably, something. He probably like snap snapped. His yeah, so like not just not just rolled it. Not yeah, he probably snapped it. And so um, I called him. He actually called me back while we've been filming the show. So I'm not gonna call him back right now, but Prayers. I'm gonna call him later. But you know, shout out to you, man. I, I hope you're okay. I don't know what happened to make him yeah. feel that way, but um, you know, uh, obviously the YouTube basketball spaces is a big thing. We had a couple. We had Jay. Last episode before you, Jordan Lewis, uh, Drif Drifty J. He's, he's been, he's yeah, been exactly. Jail. He, we, we talked to him about this platform and stuff. I was just kind of curious your thoughts on it. Uh, what do you think of this YouTube street ball? It, I look at it, I call it theater. It looks like theater, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of course, I believe there are some of those guys who are very competitive and just play great basketball. Um, like I said, I have my own YouTube basketball channel, but you know, mine is for just mine is for fun, mine is just for the love of the game, like, uh, like uh, 
what's the dude's name? You know, the D3 guy, uh, Jay, is it Ferrer? Am I saying it right? Uh, for, for, oh, shit. I you know, know what I'm He always says Fabriga. game and shit. For, yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Fabriga? Oh, no. It's oh, Friga? Friga. Friga. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I think, yeah, they, you know. I think right? like Devontae Friga. Devontae Friga. Yes, I uh, think he uh, does it for yeah. the love of the game yeah. and just enjoys it. I don't think it's a, but, yeah. but you know, the again, there's like the, the, uh, the Briz, the Nick Briz is where mm-hmm. they're doing it for clickbait and bullshit mm-hmm. and all yeah. that, you know. So um, <laughs> Marcellus is definitely one of those. I, I know for a fact he just loves basketball and loves just having fun and creating content. So, yeah. but I was just curious, what do you, what do you kind of think of it? I'm, I'm numb to it because okay. I saw so much of it in, in LA. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I've been in enough facilities yeah. uh, and enough uh, like basketball courts like I've, I've seen enough yeah. of it okay there's some people that love it there's some people that, that yeah. do it I, I can't hate on it like right. you're yeah. making money off of it yeah and if somebody's tuning in to, to watch that like yeah. cool man like go make your money yeah, yeah. for sure yeah. yeah i mean you can make a whole career and and lance said it himself like you could be more famous than nba players at this point yeah, for sure. so well, that we, that name image and likeness came out in yeah. june right june 1st i had an athlete uh, a college division one basketball player text me like, hey, if you have any business, uh, you know, uh, business ventures that uh, that you need a Division One uh, basketball player, his name, image, and likeness for, I'd, uh. I'd love to talk to you more. I was like, I ain't got shit for you, but like, <laughs> like keep going, yeah, yeah. go find somebody. Yeah, you're going yeah. to. For so real. I love it. Like, like it doesn't matter what your medium is. Yeah. Like, I can go go use it if you have an audience. Is the time you to know? do it now? Exactly. Yeah. No, I, and and I, I'm for. Uh, the content creation because again I'm just I like reliving this day and age and you know I'm older than both you guys so that's what I'm just saying I love that we live in this day and age that you can pave your own path you know what I mean a lot of this in my time uh, there was a lot of gatekeepers there was a lot of you know unless you knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody you didn't get a you just didn't get a chance and social media has leveled the playing field very much so to a point that you know um one big thing could make you great like you know i talk to mark about all the time or joe uh my camera guy and Mm -hmm. and we talk about all the time like one episode someone might someone famous might check it out and really like it and share it that's how in the lab was yeah Yeah. because in the lab started as a as a college project Mm -hmm. and he just used the equipment that was at school at at his at his university yeah made it and all of a sudden now he's got the the adidas sponsorship yep it's it's, it's crazy how how it works like that yeah and that's you know i I get for some people that's the goal right i want to get famous i want to get like eh, not really a big thing to me i more or less i just i want to help the community And I think we can all three agree to that. Like, you know, we, we love, I, I love what I do helping the youth and helping the athletes. And it's more so it's kind of a, it's something spiritual to me about it because, because seeing some of the climate things that have shifted in my lifetime right now, and you guys have seen it as well. For not to get too political and too all this bullshit, because I'm, I'm not big on all that. But, you know, from going from the era of Trump to where we're at now, yeah, the Black Lives Matter, social mm-hmm. contracts, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what we do, I mean... Like, <laughs> Look at like you got you got two light skinned mixed guys, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and a six eight white brother in here yeah, yeah. <laughs> chilling and talking bad. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's we're embodying to me 
what we hope to see. You know what I yeah. mean in the future, and I think sports yeah. and athletics is a good medium to make yeah, it happen. Absolutely. You know what I mean, and uh, I, I hope people get that message from this show more than anything. Like, yeah. just fucking enjoy it. And basketball, yeah. just we just happen to be obsessed with basketball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sports yeah. in general, like you can, I, you can get so down a funnel if the same if you just stay within the same kind yeah. of bubble, right? Like I grew up in a very my town was very white. The town next to us was almost entirely Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, then you start getting in down down into LA and all yeah. that. And and I'll say this, like I've I've been in situations in my hometown where I've felt like uncomfortable like mm-hmm. around people. I've never felt felt more welcome and accepted as a human being than just like a random like my best friend took me to his <laughs> to his aunt's house. Nice. It was a house party in Compton. <laughs> nice. And like I'm this white kid from the suburbs. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get shot that night. And like I have never felt more excited. They invited you person. to the cookout, man. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> that's dope. And and yeah, so it's as long as you stay in your bubble, that's where people just kind of fall down this funnel. Yep. It's like a snowball effect. Yeah. Like, you know? True. And I and I just I'm I'm big on that kind of social side of it because you know, I look, I look at it like this. I'm, I'm director of an AU club that's predominantly white in the suburban Sacramento area. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm a kid from Oakland. You know, like it yeah. just, it just shows you. And you're loud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that. I'm very loud. And it's like, um, I, I just, I appreciate that we can all kind of connect and sit down and enjoy each other and just be friends and just rap about hoop and sports and all that stuff. It really, I really try to reiterate how much I value this. You know what I'm saying? Like to me anyway, uh, uh, well, Mark, you got anything to say about any of this stuff? I I, I, I agree totally. Like you says, you know, diversity and, you know, open because you might meet somebody regardless of race or religion that has the same passion as you and, you guys can share knowledge and, and maybe learn something new, you know, that can basically help you. So like you said, you know, being yeah. in a bubble, you know, you're not going to, you know, ever be able to, you know, expand and, mm-hmm. and learn anything new. So, yeah. I appreciate it. Well, with that being said, um, this is a great show. <laughs> I'm glad you're yeah, here, yeah. Blair, man. Uh, I, um, I definitely want you guys to check him out. Uh, shout out to our Patreon members uh, uh, who've been supporting the show. Like you guys don't understand, contributing uh, the funds you do really help. I don't care uh, if you would like to support the show; uh, it would be really great. Um, we have Patreons uh, links down in the description. Uh, you can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and it helps big time. Uh, definitely going to leave links for all Blair's information for you guys. Go follow this man. Go check out his journey. He's doing big things. He's doing great things. And he's much younger than me, and he's figured it out. So, like, you know, definitely go to, go see his uh, evolution. Uh, for my athletes who listen, go to him. Like, he uh, shout out to Derek Lamb, yeah. uh, uh, Kevin Hopp. Uh, my boy Matt Schroeder, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Uh, Jaden Hurtado. Yeah. You know these are my guys, man. Uh, Kevin used to be YBA. All texting me, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Kevin used to be YBA, but uh, I think his dad hates YBA now, so that's that's <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Like it is what it is. Kevin, you're still my guy, man. I hope I hope you have a great season. Uh, big shout out to the guys who have their high school season. I know you yeah. got your schedule ready no, to yeah. go check these guys out. Uh, Mark, I know you got your schedule yeah. ready. Go check these guys Sorry. out. Keep having a great high school season. Uh, I think everybody's Start. games is yeah, yeah starting. Uh, 
uh, have a thank good Thanksgiving too, right? Uh, that's coming up. Have a good Thanksgiving. Uh, we're gonna keep dropping episodes out and getting information out to you guys. Uh, Mark, did you have anything left? Nah, man, it was great meeting you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to bring some of my GGT guys out hey. to your gym and get some work in for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Any last any last words, Blair, to get out there? No, nah, man, it's 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 been a pleasure. It's All right, pleasure. man. Cool. Uh, everybody, be safe. Uh, protect yourselves. Um, you know, live life, be smart, and we are out.